everybody. It's Andy. It's Lisa. And you're listening to episode 90 <gasps> of 90s Court. <gasps> so good. We're, we did not even realize it was episode 90. We didn't. We we just mm. vaguely mentioned it just before the episode started. And I realized not only does that mean this is episode 90 and we're entering the 90s, that means every episode for the next nine, 10 episodes, including this one, is going to be a 90s episode. We have to go big. Ooh, we we should really just do something for each year, like ninety one, ninety. Like we we oh we, my gosh, we, I love we botched it. it on this one, but um, no, I think but we did, did a we, big though, thing for ninety. Yeah, yeah, ninety is a big one. I think I I'm totally in agreement. Ninety one, ninety two. No, we'll figure something. Either best movie, best mm-hmm. artist, best crazy political mm. snafu. That's not interesting, but we'll find something cool. Yeah. So hey, everybody. Uh, just a little bit of a note about this episode in particular so it's going to be a little bit different um Mm -hmm. rather than our traditional setup where we do things we are going to forego doing things and instead we're going to cover the court case for maybe a little bit longer who knows um and then we're going to take a break between each person's court case so um so i'm going to go and then lisa will go after the break so Mm -hmm. just as an fyi if you if you seem to think like hey this is a little bit different that's why so, it is different. You would be right. Yeah, you would be. You would be correct. You're very observant. Um, Good for you. So luckily, that means we're going to try and get into it a little bit quicker. So um, I didn't plan this out very well because I have Lisa saying all kinds of stuff in a row. Hell yeah, I'm so, down for it. Lisa, I'm totally in for it. Why don't you tell us about our lovely patrons? Well, first of all, patrons. One, we love you. Thank you. We yeah. love you. Two, you got an episode this week. I hope you liked it because I yeah. was losing my fucking mind making that episode and it was it's, amazing to it do. It was such a fun episode. And just for those of you who was didn't it? get a listen, it was because we've done now the past two episodes have been ones where one of us does like all the work and the other person just shows up. And it's yeah. so much fun. It was such a fun episode and I, I didn't have to do anything this time and I, I loved it so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. Um, so that new episode dropped this week, and now we are here to do some shout-outs to our supporters. So to our high-ranking officials, Executioner Michael, boo, 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 boo. Judge David, boo, 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 boo. Judge Troy, boo, 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 boo. and Judge Gabriel. Boo, 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 boo. Thank I, you, guys. I always feel like every time that like that that, that somebody gets a Patreon shout-out from Lisa, everybody's like, I'm really glad to hear from Lisa because she's the cool one, but mm. I do wish that she would I wish that I wish I feel like I'm getting short short come a little bit by by my music <laughs> by every my... time it's just let me think what am I gonna do okay I'm gonna do that seven times exactly see he, you we know you, you knew exactly how I you know exactly how I do my Patreon show and now you know how I do my Patreon I've, shoutouts I've as well I've broken into Lisa's uh, Lisa's algorithm of how she does Patreon shoutouts it's true algorithms are very important it's very it's a very difficult one where and she does the same thing <laughs> multiple <laughs> times <laughs> so so now to continue the talking yeah awkward and amazing uh, poll results from last Ooh. week since again we're not doing things this week we're going straight into the show because it's such a big one Okay. Here's the crazy thing, gang, before we get into it. I just want yeah. you to know that as someone who, who, as two people who could give less of a fuck about either of these cases, the results were fucking wild. So get ready. And you guys cared a lot, way more than I thought yeah. you'd care. This was incredible. If you recall, last week we did She's All That versus Can't Hardly Wait. Now, follow along, would you? Facebook, 73.6% to 26.4% She's All That. Mm. That's a huge gap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Twitter. 54.3% to 45.7% Instagram. 
can't hardly wait. Mm-hmm. And then Instagram was 53% to 47%. Sh- what did I say? Can't oh, shoot. I can't hardly wait. Thank you. I did not actually write that part down. Can't hardly wait. If you're doing the math, the, 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 the end result is this. 50.4% to 49.6%. Yeah. Literally, this is like election night poll results kind of thing. This went to she's all that. Mm-hmm. Less than one one you're percentage wrong. point. No, yeah, yeah, it did go to she's all. Yeah, you're right. It was well, she's all that. No, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. So this is my fault. <laughs> we discovered we discovered that I covered can't hardly wait. Turns out I didn't like it. Most of you who liked it loved yeah. it, and I was wrong for that. Um, and I actually voted against can't hardly wait on all the polls and. Mm-hmm. And now I cost my own self the yeah. court case. And, and just so everybody knows, uh, it was decided by one vote. So your vote. Single. So like, I wish that like real elections happened like that. So everybody would be like, oh man, oh dang, I really fucked it up this time. Um, I really so, screwed so, the pooch. so that, but it, like instead, like it's just Lisa having that shame instead. I love um, shame. It's my middle name. But fortunately, there's a couple of things that we're going to be discussing today that also involve a lot mm. of shame. They, but they didn't evolve a lot of shame in the 90s. A court case. <laughs> Are you saying that these things involved shame? Because I I'm don't say- feel shame now. I Or then. Okay. Um, so <laughs> things, things that perhaps at one point were magical, amazing things mm. and now are just like, I give up on like I I I'm not I feel I feel like bad about myself for eating these, but I also think they're delicious. Okay, when I do to this day, ordering Pizza Hut is a very like it's a treat for us. Uh-huh. We love Pizza Hut. We have mm-hmm. it about once a week. It's the only pizza we buy. It's the best pizza. Mm. However, I will say when I open up the app and begin ordering, I do feel. Just a like little, just a, a little wave bad. of guilt, just sure. like a wave of guilt, like this is lazy fuck <clears throat> shit right here. Well, but the pizza's so fucking good, Andy. It, it is. It's just it's uh. it's a it's a it's a real a real slime monster. Just just a whole bunch uh, of grease. Um, no. But McDonald's is too. Where it's just they're both just very. They are the epitome of greasiness. And okay. yes, I've now said epitome on the past two episodes, willingly saying a word incorrectly. So you're welcome. Okay. I was wondering. So. I like it. For everyone who is maybe curious about what the episode is, if you haven't, if you've read the title, but maybe you don't know what it means. Is So we are covering the Pizza Hut experience. The night, I'm sorry, the 90s Pizza Hut experience versus the 90s McDonald's experience. Because anybody who lived in that time period and mm-hmm. went to either of these mm-hmm. knows what that means because oh, yes. it was not just you know getting the food and eating it or whatever it was not even close. it was an experience so i'm so excited for you to go first. i forgot so before when i asked for pizza hut to do pizza hut because i was excited about doing pizza because i had more experience with it how much you fucking love pizza hut in the current I love tense. Pizza Hut so much. And here's I the thing. So I like Pizza Hut. Like, in this thing, I like Pizza Hut. And I think I've gained... You know what? I won't give spoilers on my court case. Okay, no so spoilers. I'm going to get started. So I'm covering the Pizza Hut experience uh, for from the 90s. And I'll tell you something. I mean, like, there's different things that 
have come into vogue in the past few years. And one of them is talking nostalgically about Pizza Hut. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that last year, Pizza Hut did declare bankruptcy. Now, that being said, you're thinking, why is it that all the Pizza Huts are still there? Because... The same fucking recent host this is. This is somebody bought them out or whatever. But it's they, me. I, I my family Lisa, is single handedly supporting Lisa Pizza Hut right now. Bought all their stock and it's just like I'm just doing this out of the generosity of my heart so I can buy pizza from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's really investing in herself every time she buys. Yes. But that was not the case in the '90s. In the '90s, Pizza Hut <clears throat> was the uncontested champion. Like, here's the thing. Eventually. The Domino's, I mean, in, you know, Dom- it was always Pizza Hut and Domino's were big things. The Domino's of the world, the Papa John's of the world, those things, they started sneaking in because, oh, we can make things cheaper and sell you, you know, your dirty $5 pizzas late at night when you're drunk or whatever. But, I don't want your $5 pizza. But Pizza Hut said, like, we're going to charge you full price and you're going to fucking eat it because that's what you, that's, that's because you're a dirty boy. And, and, <laughs> and in the 90s, I said, yes, yes, daddy, please give me the yes, dirty boy yes, pizza. Yes, Papa. Yes, yes, Papa. Papa. So let's start out. I'm going to start naming <laughs> off some things because the entire 90, the entire 90s pizza experience was so many things and it's so hard to talk about all of it together. So there's multiple things I'm going to go through. So one, first off. Yes. That fucking roof. Now, I know. That roof. That roof, though. And <laughs> so, like. I'll say this because now, like a lot of pizza huts, you see, you can see an old Pizza Hut, and that's the funny thing is that those were the cool Pizza Huts, like the the big pizzas. Because when those were new, when they built those fucking beacons of hope in your town, or yeah. you, they repainted it and made it bright. It was, it is. You will never not know that there's a Pizza Hut in a city. Like it is a shining beacon to the world of this bright ass red thing that is textured in such a way that it is completely different than every other building yes in your village it's and it and 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 it 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 gave it was a commercialized standardized way of making it be like this is a place for us to come together as a family yes and be and just be together and that's what We're this together. is all about. It's pizza. Hey, so, it's pizza. Somebody said it's like it's it's not so much about Pizza Hut. It was the fact that it became a pizza home to us. And I said, <laughs> I said, and I said, I appreciate you, person from Twitter that was posting nostalgic thoughts. You're you're so right. What would you they, say, to say? I was going to say that that roof. Some people drive into town. You know, they're new in town. They're like, I gotta look for you know the steeple so I know where church is. No, 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 nope. no, 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 Grandma, sit down. Shut, shut up, Grandma. I'm looking for the red hut top because I need to know where my church is. Yeah, I need. And to know I found where... it, the first church of Pizza Hut right there. Uh, I want every time I said I want to say like a reference to something that's super '90s Pizza Hut, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna cover that in a minute, so I can't make joke references. Of course, of course. Um, but no, like that was a huge thing. I mean, the, f- the fact that like when those were new and when those were fresh and everything, they were huge. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, after time, things wear out, and or they no longer become they become not cool anymore. Um. I would love to see a bright red roof right now. If somebody would just redo the fucking old school ones, that'd be awesome. The the inside layout. Um, First off, y'all remember that buffet? Yes, I do. I'm not talking about the food in it. We'll talk about that in a little bit. That buffet, the buffet when you walked in, when you walked in the room, you, depending on which side of the building you walked in, usually I would say I walked in the room to my right, 
checkout counter. There's pizza going on behind there. You can see boxes. You can see two liters of pop and everything like that. And there's a register. Directly, maybe just a little bit to your left, there are two or three, I guess depending on the size, two or three of these, like, big square buffet things that are I, I can't describe it they almost like have like a tile around them they're they're customly they're custom made like everywhere it's not just like here's a wooden thing with some stuff on it they're like no we made right. this special to make our buffet just look a little bit cooler than the other buffets and so whenever you walked in whether it was lunchtime or not you saw that and you were like oh yeah I need to come here for the buffet because it's fucking dope. So that was the amazing marketing of the fact that they always reminded you because it's the first thing you saw when you walked in the door. And then, of course, to the left of that is all the chair, the seating. Um, And man, man, did they give you some seating like I it's it's wild to me to think about walking into a pizza hut and having the experience be akin to walking into um I'm going to name a place that you aren't familiar with, but Manzello's Italian Patio, it, which I mentioned that is as to think of this is like a small town, fancy Italian restaurant um, that's been around for a long time or whatever. It is like a sit down restaurant that is nice looking. It's not like you walked into a Wendy's or something like that or a Domino's that's just like, let's just get the pizza and get that fucker out of here. They're like, no, have a seat. Enjoy are amazing tables because they have some pretty dope tables as well. Some pretty dope furniture. And, and if you sat in a booth, mm-hmm. you know what you got in that booth? That lamp. You got that lamp though. Lisa, lamp. Lisa, Lisa knows that lamp though. I, I appreciate you just knowing that lamp though immediately. The I lamp, did. the, for those of you who are not picturing this or cannot see it, um, was, a hanging like chandel like a, a like a Pizza Hut chandelier, um, just coming down, and then there's like this, uh, you know, uh, I can't, I cannot describe. It's like stained glass. It's like stained glass. It's like you've entered again into church, and they have said like, here's the biblical passage about Pizza Hut, where they have like the the arcane words of Pizza Hut written around it, um, with some red lineage and everything. It's just. They took such a they did such a good job of both branding and making it look kind of fancy. So it never felt like when you went to Pizza Hut that you were going to like this was like your parents giving up. Like it, like like Correct. I like I described Lisa as whatever she went to Pizza Hut, despite the fact that I go to Pizza Hut all the time, I just acknowledge that when I'm going there I am giving up on life. Um, I can see that today, at least. It's usually just like I'm like YOLO. Let's go over, get grab some pizza, some cheap stuff, uh, <laughs> and just just feel bad about ourselves tonight. Um, but I gotta say it like that. I know, I know. The tables, though, the the actual inside of these places, almost any time you would go, at least for me, it was packed to the gills. Like this was not like a a a place where you would walk in and you'd see maybe like one or like, you know, maybe a, like a one couple people there, or like a family there or something like that. No, like this thing, the entire open section was open. And usually you're kind of pissed because you're like, I want to sit in the back room. Cause I'm not saying everyone had this, but me, we had a back room with like sliding glass doors and that was for private parties. So you could close the doors and have all your fucking raucous kids back there. Wait, have, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Your pizza hut had a separate room. Yeah. 
You fancy motherfucker. We were super fancy. And I even mentioned that because wow. this is in Monticello, not in Champagne. Like, the, I, it was one of the few things we had in Monticello was fucking pizza. And so when I get excited about something like this, that's why I wanted it. Because I'm like, I'm like, you can't take this from me. It's one of the few things we had that was we, actually an experience in Monticello. I have been to so many pizza huts, so many pizza huts in my life. And I've never seen one with a separate room like that. That must have been totally unique yeah. to your It's spot. weird because it's just like you go to the far back and then where there'd be a wall normally, there's mm-hmm. just like you can see kind of like a uh, paneled glass and you like a sliding door that you go back wow. there and it's this long room. And they even have like an arcade back, like an arcade machine back Shut there. Shut the front door. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's unlike any <clears throat> pizza hut I've ever been in. You're welcome. <laughs> I've ru- now okay, I've ruined I'm it. I'm coming to visit. Is um, it still there? Well, is all that shit still there? We'll get to that. Lisa, we can't. Right okay, now. I'll stop talking because I'm it's, okay. It hurts. Okay. <sighs> Anyways, um, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, let's talk about drinks. Let's say you pop down for a buffet as a kid, or your your, your pizza party in the back. I said the special back room, and I again I realize now. I didn't know that that was un- as uncommon as it was because I the one we had just had it, and I just always thought that was all of them. But yeah, so I the waiter know. comes with drinks. They sat down a pitcher because your parents are like, "We're getting a pitcher," and you're like, "I hate the fact that we're getting a pitcher because I always have to ask people to give me more drinks, and I just want to be able to ask for more drinks." Um, but you get that, mm-hmm. and then they hand you a bunch of things. And what do they hand you, Lisa? Did they hand you just like a? Like a like a like a clear glass like a clear plastic cup or no sir did they hand no, you just sir. like a standard just drinking mechanism no not unless you're a piece of shit no no <laughs> or what did they give you Andy they hand you the fucking ribbed for her pleasure red <laughs> red translucent glass uh, piece of majesty. Uh, it's so majestic. That was nineties. That was nineties. Nineties Pizza Hut, um, and it was. It's just. It's. I think it's the fact that it was so standardized, and you almost take that for granted at the time. But they standardized everything, and it was good. And that's the yeah. thing is that they you can standardize things at different places like McDonald's and stuff like that. Sorry, no, not to be shots fired. Thinking about McDonald's today, I guess mm. McDonald's today standardized. You're like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, we we get it. You're very efficient, cool. Um, but they they just did such a good job at, at making it so everyone was exactly the same. You know, in a lot of ways, except for apparently my special back room. Yes. Um, so anyways, love those cups. Um, <laughs> the cups are amazing. And if you decided, you know what? I'd like to take this motherfucker for, for the road. Guess what? They had your ass covered there all the time because mm-hmm. they had promo cups for days. Like whatever it happened to be, they would have a special plastic to-go cup with a fancy lid and a straw that you could take with you to go. Even though logically thinking about it right now. I can't think of a time when I would walk into a pizza and be like, I want a, a like a 16 ounce beverage just in a plastic cup, please. <laughs> like Forever. I can't. And I want a full pizza with this one 16 ounce beverage rather than getting a two liter. Yeah. Um, and just to talk to you about some of the cups. So there's some of them were more standardized because Pizza Hut and Pepsi were pretty were tight. I think they might be owned by the same company. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's Taco Bell. Um, but they had some really special ones. In particular, uh, motherfucking X Men. That's right. Um, I want to look this up. 
I'll talk a little bit more about that because there was a whole X-Men, there was an X-Men promo in general and it was part of it, but amongst the cups, that's one of the, the dopest ones. They had four different cups to choose from that you got with a different uh, hero on it because it was based on the uh, the cartoon at the time that was the 90s cartoon, which we haven't covered yet, which we should probably cover in this show at some point. I'm sorry, what, what was that? The a- X-Men cartoon. Oh, that you're saying there was a Pizza Hut cartoon. I was like, oh, oh shit, did I miss a Pizza Hut cartoon? <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. Okay. They did have a Pizza excited. Hut puppet, but we'll get to that later. Um, oh, my gosh. So, and I will say this, and the other thing that was dope about it, like I said, was it wasn't just the cup. No, no, no. Because if you didn't have a lid, it wasn't complete. Because the lid was red, and it did have a big giant X on it for the X-Men. So, looking at this right you now. fucking so had... Awesome. Yeah, I know. It's it. They were... This promo sticks in my mind more. This promo moment, I'll skip to the to the point a little bit. They offered not only the cups, but you would pay. I think it was like two bucks, like two ninety nine, along with a personal pan pizza or whatever, of course. And you would get not only the the drink in that special to go cup, but also an actual comic book, um, like an X book, com- like an X Men comic book. Sure, it wasn't a super nice comic book, but at least at this period of time when this was going on. I recall, at least in my community and maybe other places, some people might know, comic books, for whatever reason, were making a huge resurgence at that point. Um, and I, because I remember people were selling them all over the place, like like in weird places. Mm-hmm. I remember at the grocery store, there was a pop, this is a weird story. At the grocery store in our hometown, there was a pop-up like tent that was literally just a guy selling comic books. And I still think about that and I'm like, why why was that a thing? Apparently comic books must have been a really big deal for a little bit if there was some random guy selling them under a tent. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that was the cool one. Is great. Um, and of course you got the straw because we're fucking civilized. Um, so maybe that promo wasn't going on. And instead they were just like, maybe you just want a weird coffee looking mug with Pizza Hut on it. Um, I do. Like a weird, like kind of semi thermos. Sure, we got your back on that too. We got you covered. Um, so they got those. I was never a huge fan of those because I thought they were pointless. Of course, another amazing promo came out super early. I'm pretty sure in the early 90s, probably around 91 when these came out, was the Nicktoon cups. That's right, <gasps> super OG because it was just Doug, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, Double Dare. And two generic Nickelodeon ones. Um, Wowzers. Look at these. I know, right? Look at the dinosaur. Yeah, because those were the ones that there was like, Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. They were just random like cartoons like in the background. Oh my gosh. Um, And even a special cup. And this is, I'm going to mention this because every time I think about this movie, I laugh because it's just... I don't remember disliking the movie. It's just such an absurd film that it was ever made. And, and the fact that I just never think about it again was the Rocketeer, um, which was a thing about a guy who had a jet pack who did fight Nazis. Um, and the whole okay. thing was about like making sure the Nazis didn't get a hold of the jet pack. I do recall, spoiler alert, that at the end there was a portion where the, the jet pack only worked whenever he had a piece of gum over this hole that was in it. And at the end, he pulled the piece of gum off, and the Nazi f- started flying away with his jetpack. And you're like, oh, no, it's over. And then his jetpack exploded because he took the gum off. Um, That's rad. But they had a special cup for the Rocketeer, including, like, the lid for it looked mm-hmm. like the the special helmet that the Rocketeer wore. 
Um, you have to look it up. If you get I just chip. looked it up. It's, it's the coolest thing weirdest. I've seen. It's weirdest. It's bizarre looking. Yeah, to say yeah. the least. Yeah. Um. Wow. Listen, Lisa, have you oh, ever been? Have you ever been to Pizza Hut and been gorging yourself on pizza crust that's literally bathed in grease, and thought, you know, I could really go for some mad hoops after this. 100% of the time. I would oh. always leave oh. hankering for some sports. Well, luckily, they had you covered because they also <laughs> yes. had Pizza Hut street balls. That's right. When you left there, you could give them, I don't remember, $2, like $2.99, $2.50, something like that. And they would give you an actual like little basketball that had like writing all over it. It was because I think it was like a promo for the NCAA tournament. Um, okay. And they had these multiple years. But they were special basketballs, and they had, like, special different ones every year where it was, like, different colored basketballs, and they'd have, like, you know, uh, like I said, NCAA 1991, like, just different things on it. And I only remember – I mentioned that, and I'm so excited about it because I know for a fact we had one of those balls that was just worn to shit because yes. I think, like, every piece of writing was off of that because we probably owned it and used it for, like, 10 years. Um, yes, because it was just at our house for so long. I just looked it up. We definitely had one of these. Good. We definitely had one of these. Dwarfinately. Dwarfinately. Um, okay. So there's just too many things to actually talk about the pizza itself, right? Because they they just crushed it for years with innovation and cool marketing schemes to make to make it feel like at some point or time, you know, it, I guess at some point things got a little bit too wild because they're like, okay, we got some really cool ideas and now just the gimmicks got a little bit too much. Um, but a lot of the things that they came out with were actually pretty ingenious or interesting. One of them I don't think was, um, but I'm going to talk about it because it's, for me, um, something that I've referenced and I talked about Lisa about recently, but I'm going to play just a quick, quick commercial for you from that. Okay. Recently an object was sighted. Big, bigger than big. Huge, huge, large, astronomically big. Big would be an understatement. Very big, huge. Anyways. Did you hear that dig at, at Little yeah, Caesars? Yeah, they just blatantly are just like, it's not like that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> it's not like that They're dickhead. Like, um, but no, because that was the pizza. thing was, because at the time, they were big into having these long rectangular pizzas or whatever, and they were just like, yeah, fuck those guys. Now, Right. I mean, they were right to say that, because yeah. fuck those guys. Now, I remember still in the 90s, because I think this was like 93 that this came out, it was a pretty short-lived thing, but when it was there, I remember like we got it multiple times because we have four four boys in our family or whatever. So like, right. my mom's like, "This is more quantity of pizza, so we're gonna get that." And I remember being like, "This isn't even good. This is just squares. Like, it's not even cool." <laughs> um, and literally, like, would make reference to it in the late '90s and early 2000s about how random Bigfoot was. Like, when's Bigfoot coming back? Like, as a joke. Um, and that's a long Never. time ago. Like that's like back then. So so it was uh it was clearly in and out pretty quick. So anyways, yeah. Just wanted to mention that because that's just something that holds a special place in my heart. Of course, stuffed crust pizza. Um, oh hell yes. Oh. I mean, dude, like just I literally asked the question multiple times. Why is it that no popular like big chains do stuffed crust pizza? 
and I then I finally got that question answered when Papa John's like, all right, we'll do it. And I was like, oh, okay. I will say this. Papa John's stuffed crust pizza is actually pretty decent. Um, you, don't, you don't have to say that out loud but if it's you don't not, want it's to. But it's not Pizza Hut, though. Yeah. It's not Pizza Hut, yeah. yeah. Now that Shaq, now that Shaq's in on on Papa John's, I'll, I'm okay with it since it's not okay. that other that other dude. Um, man, they did some different things. Pepperoni stuffed crust. That's right, because there was a period of time where they were like, "You want the, you like the cheese? What if we also put a fuckload of pepperoni in there?" That was something that they didn't do for very long, and I was kind of sad about that. They did make the edge, which I didn't think was very interesting or good, but they're bringing it back in the '90s because they're like, "This is an easy pizza to make. Let's try and make money off nostalgia." They brought it back recently and they took it away again. And I told, I'm telling you, I almost cried when they took it away because I fucking loved it. I loved it, Andy. I loved it. So, like, literally, it's just we were gonna go out harder no, to eat pizza. No, no, it's to the edge, baby. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Such, I'm just... such a, like I'm fully in the asshole of Pizza Hut. The <laughs> edge is such a good. It's so good, I'm Andy. Fully in they, the asshole I, of Pizza Hut. I got, I got a, I got an email notification from them. They were like July 11th, last day to get the the uh the edge which was my birthday and i was just like hold the phone jack we have one more today's the last day we should have we to abandon stop. our lunch plans and go we were gonna have a nice fancy dinner i was like should we go to pizza and get the edge and he was like oh shit should we and we didn't and it's never oh, it's over no i'm so devastated i'm sorry anyway the edge is dope and i'll, I'll, I'll lie back. i'll die on that hill okay no it's gone here's the ones that i oh yeah and it's not back i'm sorry the big new yorker yeah. which Honestly, that was pretty. That was late '90s, but I was a fan. Like I remember, because that was the first time I'd ever had like that kind of type of pizza was from Pizza Hut. Because I just never, I'm not from the East Coast or anything like that. Uh huh. And I remember thinking this is very inconvenient to eat because it was like you had to fold it or it would break. I'm just like, I'm like, why do people want this pizza that's hard to eat? Um, but it was very, very good, and I like it. Um, okay. because even though they were small pizzas with like, and the crust was very thin. Um, the pieces of pizza were huge, and I like when things are big. The triple decker <laughs> slash triple decaroni pizza. That was a pretty short-lived thing. Where basically they were just like, "What if we had multiple crusts?" And just there was the stuff between this. the different crusts, and it was a pretty, like I said, it's pretty short-lived. But if you look it up, it looks pretty interesting. The triple decker. Oh, this this. Oh, mm-hmm. like a like a drawer of pizzas. It's a it's a pizza drawer. <laughs> It's a it's a pizza bureau. <laughs> it's a pizza bureau. I love bureau. my pizza bureau. Aww. Um, and of course, I will this say it's so cool. It made me sad that the Pizzone didn't come without the '90s because I fucking love the Pizzone. I will say that, like I, I will like I as someone who is not always a big fan of calzones at a lot of places. I thought the Pizzone was dope. It is technically still out. It's out now again, um, but it's not the same as it was back then. Anyways, well, nothing is. Yeah. Well, now I want to try it, Andy. Gosh darn it. <sighs> I'm sorry. The Pizzone or the Triple Decaroni? All of it. Yes. All of it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize I was such a You just need to like, place a really girl. big order. I do, well, you say I need to. Like, I haven't yeah. some time already <laughs> once this week. <laughs> okay. I mean, just like a lot of different things. Just like, I'll take the sampler, please. The 90s like, sampler. I, like, before, before we started the show, I was just like, I got blood work back and my cholesterol is kind of high. And I'm like, how could that possibly be? It's like and I'm just from like, Pizza Hut pizza only. <laughs> I love your Pizza Hut. <laughs> Why is oh, my cholesterol man. high? All right, continue. I'm sorry. Um, so oh. Book It, 
slash it's oh. accelerated reader. Now I will say that because we didn't Man. have book it. We had accelerated reader because that was like a local thing. So I'm not sure if that's situational, but basically mm-hmm. Pizza Hut had the promos where based on reading programs, you read X amount of books and got these stickers and you took your shit into Pizza Hut and they're like, guess what, motherfucker? You've just been knighted for reading these fucking books and yes. you get a free personal pan pizza, which I will say this. There is a meme going out there. And so it sucks having to be unoriginal. I hate being unoriginal more than anything. Uh-huh. But it's so true is the like when they came out there with those pans holding them like in like these clamps, basically, and this uh-huh. fucking hot sizzling pan. As if you've just ordered, like, fresh seafood or something like that, and it's, like, just (laughs) bubbling and sizzling, and they just place it in front of you, and they say, my queen, your meal, and then they place it down, and then they walk away, and they're like, and that's free, because you read books. Um, No one one read books like you read books. When Pizza Hut's on the line. Yeah, I'll, 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 you want to talk about what I do for a Klondike bar? What wouldn't I do? For what wouldn't hut? I do for a personal pan pizza? I'll, I'll um, read a book. Nobody, and nobody's talking about a, like a miniature hand toss pizza or a miniature thin crust. Like, no, give me the fucking pan. You know, that's what I want. And that's why you charge an extra dollar for pan pizza now, mm-hmm. even though it probably doesn't cost you more to make. Not at all. Because you know, I'm a slut for it. Anyways, I'm a total slut for Pizza Hut. I'm a crust. Pizza Hut. I'm a Pizza Hut deep dish slut. Anyways, oh my god, pizza. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Pizza Head. Why? Who knows? I just want to acknowledge the fact that Pizza Head existed, and was in commercials forever. Like literally, mm. like from like bookended the '90s, pretty much on when his commercials existed. Um, if you don't remember Pizza Head, he was a piece mm. of pizza with eyes that talked. Yeah. And 100%. usually bad things happen to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let me tell you about something real quick about red, pep- red pepper flakes and Parmesan cheese, okay? Okay. I'm ready for this. They weren't remarkable, the fact that they were on every table. It was just the fact that it's mainly mentionable. Like The, the, the actual pe- sh- shakers themselves were not spectacular. And, and these are probably very similar to ones you would find in any other restaurant. But... I have more memories at Pizza Hut of this happening than anywhere else on the on the planet. Okay. Because about, I would say, one in four times that I would go there with people that were not my parents or that were my parents and my brothers were with me or anyone that was somewhat mischievous, somebody was going to dump an entire thing of Parmesan cheese or hot pep- red pepper flakes onto their pizza because someone's an asshole. Because yes. Every fucking time, like almost like not all the time, but like way more than it should be, people will unscrew those lids just like a little bit intentionally because they know that you're going to look like an idiot when you pour it all over your pizza, which was very inconvenient. And I will say sometimes it was people at your table. Sometimes it was just some asshole who left before you. But anyways, I mainly mention that because it's so notable that I remember like the one or two times that I actually like checked the lid ahead of time and it was loosened Aww. i felt like a fucking sorcerer for for getting it so and you should good for you no and i wanted to honestly just take this time because i know i'm going a little bit long-winded but just take a quick moment to, to give an apology to dessert pizzas from the 90s um mm. i did you dirty um i don't know if i ever ate a single one of you despite well, you shame. being at every fucking buffet that i ever <laughs> went to the 90s and the 2000s 
I you don't really know. never ate one? I don't. I think if I ever did, it was not until like at least like 2010. And I'm not kidding when I say that. And that hurts me to say it because I just, for whatever reason, I just never thought it looked good. And I would usually just get cinnamon sticks. And in retrospect, I'm like, I bet you those were really good. <laughs> really they were good. so good. I don't know why I never got them. But um, anyways. Mm. The buffet. Curious. So I want to talk a little bit about the buffet because the buffet experience was unbelievable because the anticipation in a busy Pizza Hut when there's like, because you don't yeah. go to a buffet at Pizza Hut and have there just be like three of you there. No, there's like a whole bunch of people and all of you are in a blood sport against each other. It's unspoken. <laughs> yes. Because, yeah, there's some there's like a couple pieces of thin crust sausage out there still. But everybody knows that's been sitting there for like half an hour. And the yeah. second that the cheese sticks come out, that's right, the cheese sticks, they are gone in 15 seconds. So if you are not fucking on your game at the buffet, that's right, on your fucking game, you are never going to eat a cheese stick. And they are the best thing on the buffet because when they come out hot, they are divine. The cheese stick is where you is where you rested your hat, huh? Uh, everyone did. Not I. Oh, well, I, that's, I was all I was all about the be- old ass sausage <laughs> oh, weird. buffet. But no, like the cheese sticks when they came out, at least when I was there, every time in, in the Monticello Pizza Hut, it would come out on the thing and it would mm-hmm. be gone in fifteen seconds because everyone would take like ten of them because they were so amazingly <laughs> good. Now, that being said, obviously the pepperoni pizza, those kind of things, they would also go pretty very quickly too. The cheese sticks are just the most memorable because I think I had the least of those ever because I just didn't have the killer instinct needed for for that kind of game. This is true. You got to go big or go hard. You got to use elbows, throw elbows just, getting up I, to the buffet. I was too polite, so I lost out. So here's the thing. It's something that I definitely took for granted at the time. We had the pizza in Monticello since I was an infant. Literally, it's just always been there. Yeah. And it's funny how something being gone, like in you know in 2020, when people started saying like, oh my God, I love it. Because every time something leaves, we we suddenly crave it now. Yes. And it's funny how something being gone can make you change your mind about it because in the past year, I've gotten Pizza Hut, I think, more than any other pizza. Um, yeah. Just because it's it's very convenient, it's fast, and I think part of it also was the fact that during COVID, it was, it was available via – it had the easiest checkout via – uh, curbside so it was the quickest yes. way to get so i just fly over to champagne get it and come back and the reason you say why did you go to champagne to get that andy when you have one in monticello well it's because well, due, Lisa. To, due to neglect from bad boys like me it closed the store for good in january of 2017 dog you let that happen i did and it's now why would you- it turned into like a like a little miniature clinic and that's closed already too, which I just I, I, I just much, I just say that because I'm like that's like four, that's less than four years that that thing was there, man. That closed quick. Um, wow, man. So we we really let a we let a good one go, but in fairness, they did also let themselves go because they did just start making bad product. I mean, they, no. Well, I'm telling yeah. you, in general, they their quality is sketch depending on where you go yours might be great maybe that's why you love it so much yes mine has always been good anyways the pizza experience i love it i miss it i just i want to go there i want to play the claw machine i want to just i want i want to go back so 
if I may, may I now? Yeah, may please I? may. May okay. away. Because cause, cause Pizza Hut, I wanted Pizza Hut. It, it was a lot to back. Obviously, from the oohs and ahs and moans that I've let out since it started, the I love ooze. Pizza Hut. The ooze. Ooze. The Pizza Hut experience for me as a kid was incredible. Mm. Ours had all the things that you said except for that back room. Yeah. But ours also, did yours have a jukebox? Because ours had a fucking jukebox. I believe, you know what, I don't think the one in Monticello did, which is weird, but the ones in Champagne did. Okay, sure. so we had a jukebox, and my favorite memory, it's on home video. I'll see if I can find it, maybe upload it to Instagram or something if I can find the video of it. But I had a birthday, the birthday that I got, I believe, Totally Hair Barbie or one of the Princess Barbies at the time. I had a birthday party there, and birthday parties at Pizza Hut were the best. Yes. Because you had the jukebox and you had the not a lot of people ate indoors during like middle of the day at a, at a Pizza Hut. You might get a lunch rush, you might get a little bit of a dinner rush. But mostly people do takeout there. They mostly do either the drive up or delivery mm-hmm. or pickup. But if you're eating inside, it's different. And my birthday party in there, I'm fucking like one or two ponytails and I'm like a little chunky thing because it's a Pizza Hut. And I'm dancing mm-hmm. my fucking heart out to Black Velvet. That Black, Black Velvet. Yes. Yeah. And like, and it, I'm like dancing with my cousin and like hitting my other cousin out of the way. And like Pizza Hut is where my best mm-hmm. memories are as a kid. And like for me, when I walked into Pizza Hut, I'm not a powdered Parmesan person. Mm-hmm. So you would instantly get hit with that overwhelming smell of like the powdered Parmesan, which in my head always smelled a little bit like vomit, but <laughs> it was okay. But, but it but it didn't matter. Cause once you got past that hump, you'd smell all the rest of the pizza. Mm-hmm. And it was so fucking good. Like even as a kid, Come I was like, this is a treat. And you'll be <laughs> in a world of pure imagination. I love you. Pizza hut. Yeah. Well, From, luckily for us, we have a break. We have a break. We need to take a break. I need to cool off all this Oof. Pizza Hut talk. Whew, I need to. I need to have a little. I'm a little hot and bothered. We need to Man. come back, take a break, come back and talk about my situation, the McDonald's experience. Ready for Rad. that? Yes. All right, we'll take a break. See Bye. ya. Hey, 90s Court listeners, Lisa here. I'm here to talk to you really quickly about a product that I absolutely love and I've used every single day for years and years and years. Let me hit you with a couple of scenarios. Perhaps you're miserable because your partner snores like crazy, or maybe you're a night shift worker who can't get proper sleep during the day, or maybe you live in a really loud and busy downtown area. There's hope for you, and it comes in the form of sleep phones from Acoustic Sheep. I'm not lying when I say I've been using them religiously for years, and they're the sole reason I'm not a crazy person suffering from insomnia. Sleep phones are just ultra soft headphones and a headband that are extremely bed friendly. Side sleepers can also rejoice for you can comfortably block out the sounds of the world while getting some soothing noise-free sleep without hurting your ears. They even have wireless Bluetooth options so you don't get tangled up in cords overnight. I personally connect mine to my phone each night and listen to some white noise to drown out my partner's snores. I'm telling you, I've gifted them to night shift nurses, in-laws, basically anybody with ears that values a good night's sleep. They even have options now that come preloaded with binaural beats or deeply relaxing ASMR content. So you can find something that's just right for you and maybe not even have to connect to your phone at all if you don't want to. Andy and I both use these now and we'd love to help you get some rest too. Go to sleepphones.com and use the code 90 Court to get $10 off your order of $39 or more. That's sleepphones.com and the code is 90S. 
C O U R T. Sweet dreams. Oh, hey. Hey, guys. Oh, hey. I've got a cough. <coughs> I don't know how to mute myself, so deal with it. I'm coughing. Um, <laughs> Which is funny because I literally mute myself like like a hundred times an episode. <laughs> I don't have I don't have that thing installed. I'm just straight hardwired and I don't have I bypassed that. Baby. Yep. So yeah, you get to hear my coughs from here in there. Uh we just got done salivating over nineties Pizza Hut, which it, was divine. It is weird to come back from a break, have you do the welcome back, have no pulls between there and then just be like, and now Lisa's getting back into it immediately. I'm into it. I've been stretching. I've been doing like art like I'm a swimmer at the Olympics. I'm doing like arm rotations. Like of- listen, this was hard because I liked McDonald's in the 90s. I've always loved Pizza Hut. Yeah. Always loved Pizza Hut. But McDonald's is a special place in that's the 90s. A, I was going to say, it sounds like such a weird, ominous, like, is a special place. It's a special place. It Okay, let me say it this way. It was a special mm-hmm. place. I think walking into McDonald's now feels like defeat. Yes. You know, it feels like, okay, I had lots of other options on the road. I had Subway. Yeah. I had death, but I, like, I, need, <laughs> but ca- I, chose I need calories in my life, and that's the only reason I'm here. Exactly. So if in the 90s, if you were lucky, you got to go out to eat. And I'm not talking about anything fancy like Olive Garden <laughs> or Chuck E. Cheese, Mm-mm. you know, real high-end establishments. No baby. <laughs> Those I'm are the two about- gold standards for <laughs> fucking food. Olive Garden, Chuck E. Cheese. No, I'm talking about going inside of America's version of Mecca. And that is the the Golden Arches, the home of the Big Mac, McDonald's, baby. Just like like Mecca. Just like Mecca. (laughs) That's where you go on a pilgrimage to McDonald's. I went to pilgrimage. Man, because our Dairy Queen and our McDonald's were side by side. So you would do, you would double up, you go to like McDonald's for the meal and then you'd be like, well, I'm obviously... No, you, oh. yeah, you go over there. Except for I was the peanut buster parfait. Oh, like a fancy. Hey, I can get down I, with that. The peanut buster parfait. Mm, mm, mm. That's a whole other episode. Um, going inside of a McDonald's in the '90s as a kid was a tremendous treat because fuck yeah, it was. Yeah, because you knew that if you got the chance to go physically inside of mcdonald's that it wasn't just a quick burger for a meal but an experience unto itself mm-hmm. right so you got to experience that cool blast of air conditioning when you walk in this is important because you're in central texas this is my mcdonald's this is what i'm talking ah, about okay the cool blast of air conditioning the smell of fresh burgers and fries just cooking like crazy the sounds of the machines beeping, declaring that your meat patty has been properly warmed up inside of this microwave, and the sweet voices of teens with frizzy perms eager to welcome you and take your order. Like, it was a special place. Mm-hmm. And inside of McDonald's where, is where dreams came true, because you could sit down with your little brown tray, right? You know, undo your Happy Meal, unwrap the new toy, drink your Sprite, and then enjoy a good time. But let's 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 unpack this magic, okay? I've got mine sectioned off in pieces, okay? Interior. Okay, yes. the interior. First you walk in, and as a kid, your eyes are immediately drawn 
to none other than the display box that's showing you what the current Happy Meal toy is. Yes. Yup. Yup. And it was like, it was the best. You could just sit there and be like, okay, this week it's, oh shit, it's like the Aladdin stuff is out. Or like, oh, it's the Beanie Babies week. Oh shit. You know, or it's just the cool stuff. And then you'd be like, or like, or if you're a girl, like, oh, it's Spider-Man. I don't want it. Because you're not cool like we you got know, a girl we got a girl's meal toy they have girl stuff too i guess they yeah. usually had something for everybody but whatever the case it, it was. did always feel like and it's not i mean you know, this is like just because uh-huh. it is shitty that they're like the again this is probably from a guy's perspective it always felt like the uh, girl's toy was the less cool one that, i think that's fair i think it's fair you it know just what? felt I like they put I'm... more money and like time into the guy's toy or whatever and then they're just like oh we need to do something for the girls too like i'm which is a very I'm 90s thing as well <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I've never until this second thought who got to choose the toy for Happy Meal. Did they know that one was for a little boy, one was for a little girl? Did they specifically choose something for I, that? The and I guess it wasn't. Child? I guess it wasn't every. And I, I guess it wasn't every time. Like it was just sometimes they would have it between the two. Because other times it's like Beanie Babies. You're like you're getting the fucking Beanie Baby. Like you're not asking for right. anything else. We're not even going to offer you the option between the two. Right, 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 right. So, okay. So you check out the toys, you hope for the best, and you place an order for a Happy Meal, or you ask your mom to do it, and then what do you do next, Andy? That's right. You dance around on the brown brick tiles that are laying on the floor. That's what I did. Like, it was going to teach you some kind of weird burger waltz. Yeah. Burger waltz. (laughs) Yeah, because they were, like, they were alternating, like, two... You know, vertical to horizontal, to mm-hmm. vertical, horizontal. And so, and I was just, I just remember those stupid brown tiles and how like wet and bleachy they smelled sometimes. <laughs> and like, oh, but it made you feel like it was healthy or something. But okay. So your parents get everyone's cups filled up with whatever you guys got. And then you had to find a seat. And if you aren't going for the white plastic benches with the padded back booths, where if you sat with your shorts, or like your bare legs on the shorts, just like as like your mm-hmm. skin tears across the seats. Then you're going for the tables, which meant fiberglass seats for the children that were made in the likeness of burgers, uh huh, and other McDonald's characters, which I forgot about. Yeah, I'm looking until at the, this the pictures. Yeah, the pictures are like I opened it up and I was just like, "This is fucking wild, y'all!" Like yes. I forgot about all these. All about them. Some of the characters were called Fry Kids, which are like the kind of green mm-hmm. and purpley, like just eyeballs on like what looks like a cheerleader pom pom. Um, I vaguely remember these guys, but seeing the characters as the chairs blew my mind because I'm like, okay, I do remember this. Mm-hmm. I do remember this. Now, maybe in preparation for sitting down, maybe you had a little brother or a little sister or a little cousin who needed a high chair. Guess what they got? They got a high chair. And the high chair was on fucking wheels. Rolling, rolly ballers. They're like, just we're going to get these fucking. Just throw Timmy in there and just fucking eat him across the whole just, fucking Just spit store. him in circles and then just just send him off into orbit. Be like, fuck you, Timmy. You're someone else's problem now. And that's why oh, it's just so, oh, it's amazing. Oh, it had like uh, Ronald McDonald on the back and like the tray was all called. Oh, so awesome. And if you got excited or needed to take some space for your parents for a moment, you could go sit on the bench that had a plastic model of Ronald McDonald with his arm out so you could be his friend and sit with him on the bench like yeah. a photo op or something. And um, if maybe your mom or dad were smokers, don't worry about it. You were in luck because there was a smoking and non-smoking section that was Wait. completely... 
Yeah. I, I mean, I guess, I guess that's, I guess that did. was going on everywhere, wasn't it? Huh? It was. Yeah. They I had forgot ashtrays. McDonald's had, holy shit. McDonald's had ashtrays. I remember growing up in Texas, there's a chain called Whataburger. And I remember that Whataburger would have these like aluminum trays that were just a square, but I would fold them up and play with them at lunch. Or like mm-hmm. if we went inside, and I don't remember if McDonald's had aluminum ones or not, but I do remember Whataburger did, and I played with those. Ninety stuff was problematic. Okay, let's move well, on. Sometimes, listen. Well, it's sometimes, just, it's just, just, I mean, the smoke stays on the right side, so you're good. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, is there anything differentiating between smoking and non-smoking except for a half wall with no windows in between? Nothing else is protecting you. But don't worry, it's it's totally cool. So, food items. You're seated mm-hmm. now. You're opening your Happy Meal. What are you getting? Well, you either ordered a cheeseburger, some nuggets and fries, and you're like rooting past them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. I know it's going to be fine. It's the same every fucking time. They're good, but you're on the hunt for one thing, and that's the toy. And some of the best included the Sky Dancer dolls for girls, like the ones that you like pull a string and they just fly off into space. Um the Mighty Ducks Pucks, which I forgot about, but I was like, I definitely had one of these. Mm-hmm. The Mighty Ducks Pucks. My personal favorite, the Lion King figurines. Not the plushies, but the figurines. Yes. They were the coolest shit. The, the Nala one sticks out uh, of my head forever. It's like the coolest toy I ever played with as a kid. Can, can I tell the you coolest. that I, I have, because McDonald's didn't always exist in our town. Like, it was... Mm-hmm. It was a notable big deal in my town when McDonald's, like at least for as a kid, like yeah. when McDonald's came to town, it yeah. was, it was like, like picture just the line that you deal with it. Well, maybe not you, but Chick-fil-A, at least in where we are, like it's a huge problem every day, here. all the time. Yeah. It's just basically that was it every single day forever, always. Amen. Like just, it was just packed to the gills for like years before, yeah. before they finally fucking chilled out. So, like, some of the toys early on I don't have as much of a memory of just because I didn't go as often, but, but yes. Yes, they, they all, yeah, the, um, the, I don't know, man. Uh, the toys are so fucking good, Andy. I just looked this up. I'm sorry, I was looking it up. I was wrong. The plastic ones I'm looking from came from Burger King. I lied. How dare I you? I just lied to myself How in my future. How absolutely dare you? Uh, yeah, I did just Gosh, pull up darn. McDonald's ashtrays. Wow. That's, uh. Oh. It's a good looking yeah. ashtray. It's a good fucking looking ashtray. So, okay. So the Lion King figurines, or I guess in this case, the plush shoes, since they were actually mm-hmm. the McDonald's one. You remember this. Maybe you don't. The Tiny Toons flip cars. Look that one up. I'm going to. Look up Tiny Toons flip cars. Either you had these or one of your friends definitely had these. No? Mm-hmm. I'm pulling it up real quick. Just a second. I insanely didn't, and I'm sad about that because these are amazing. They're so good, Andy. I loved these Tiny Toon Flip cars. Loved them. They also had the Halloween Nugget toys. Um, so they had some really yes. dope toys, but maybe, like the yeah, the Halloween Nuggets. Like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you were, I don't know, into you know something else, then you, there was the also the Michael Jordan Fitness toys. <laughs> yeah. Which were like frisbees and a jump rope. It's just such an insane thing, like that. I don't know. I mean, I you know, I guess you gotta give give it out sometime, but it is just a weird thing for McDonald's to sell. Well, for them to be like, this is a happy meal. Nothing about what's happening here Get is healthy. Fit. However, here's a jump rope. 
good luck. Go try to off- try offset and what we're this, doing yes. to you. Try and address this. So 90s Happy Meals were the bomb because the boxes were an experience in and of itself, right? Mm-hmm. Because you'd have lots to look at, activities to do while you ate, and you couldn't run away yet. So, and and like it's it's akin to like the the cereal box. There was tons to do, tons to look at and enjoy. And and one thing I totally forgot about for for like '90s kids meals and stuff like that were the cookie boxes. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. yeah. Yes. It's buried so deep in the brain, but they had like. There were colorful boxes, like green or purple, and they featured the characters themselves, like Ronald McDonald, Grimace, so Man. on and so forth. So They had to do a good job of making those look good because the cookies were very mediocre. They were so bad, but you know what? <laughs> what was inside was still cookies at the end of the day. It like, was just like the plain, like, I mean, I think you could maybe get chocolate chip, but like most of the time it was just these plain ass, just like fucking graham cracker cookies. They weren't. They were not that good, but but you know any port in a storm, right? Yep. Like you're like I'm not getting an apple pie. I know that. I'm not getting the bubbly, sweet, delicious fried goodness. I'm getting these cookies, and uh, I'm just gonna have to be okay I'm with, have to that. Do with that. So, you've eaten your cheeky nuggies. You've had your barbecue sauce. You've had your fries and your sprite. Now, your parents are still eating or fighting about married people stuff. And what do you want to do? You want to go ignore your family problems and go play in the playscape. All right. That's what I want to do. I'm abandoning my table to go just, play in the playscape. What? No, it's just, I mean, like, I, that was so, they was so, like, just thinking about how expensive those things are, I can't believe that all of these McDonald's fucking had those. Like, I, not every so single much. one, but so many of them. Well, when you're selling like six billion cheeseburgers a day, I hope you have yeah. enough money to invest in your target market to keep them there. To to to, I mean, like the longer they're there, think about it. It's a brilliant strategy. The longer they're there, the more they're going to be inclined to eat. Either they're going to be like, they have well, a happy meal, and later on, mom can get talked into a McFlurry or something, right? Like, well, that, I don't know when McFlurries came about, but I don't think it, it was, was the... in the '90s. Oh, really? It was okay. in the '90s. I yeah, I looked it up. It was in the '90s. So, okay. So you run through those doors to the playscape area and suddenly the day is yours, man. Like you're free. But before you go in, you got to take them shoes off and drop yep. them off in the sneaker keeper. The sneaker. Oh, sneaker oh my God. Keeper. The sneaker keeper was so fucking keeper. choice. Don't be gross. Put your shoes in the sneaker keeper. Get Don't be there. gross. That's where the, that's be... where the sanitation takes place. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So there were different types of playscapes in the 90s at McDonald's as well. There was an indoor and an outdoor. Mm-hmm. And I remember growing up with the outdoor playscape for a while. And let me tell you, Central Texas outdoor playscapes were nothing to fuck with. Okay? It what? was really they were oh, like a so, good thing. I was, thought you were gonna say it was it's so a hot. Bad thing. Okay. It was so hot, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Like you had you had like a little burger carousel style situation mm-hmm. with like different nineties McDonald's characters to write on. You had a really tall metal slide that would saute your legs oh, all yeah. the way down in that literally Texas just just set yourself on fire yeah yeah it's just like it's like sliding down a griddle it's like this is terrible <laughs> i want to do it again i have secondary burns on my thighs uh but most importantly on the outdoor mcdonald's playscape was only it was only awesome if it had burger jail burger jail it was that, officer yes. big mac 
Uh-huh. It was Officer Big Mac, and his mouth was like a jail. Like, it just, it's like they just expanded the burger and just put bars all around it. You climb up the interior ladder into his inside of his mouth we absolutely did not like this is like that's some next level shit right there like i did you didn't have burger jail no we had burger jail we had burger Um, jail i know i mean like i'm also yeah just tech everything's bigger in texas so everything's scarier in texas especially if it's more dangerous in texas it's (laughs) It's true super more dangerous so once we stopped being cheap about it and we moved these these children from their outdoor hellscape indoors Mm -hmm. we immediately through we immediately wanted to make them throw up their vanilla shake and the big mac they just ate and we we wanted to throw you inside the the guinea pig style tunnel scape where vomit existed and dreams went to die it yeah because like like, once the vomit goes in there like like it's never coming it's like like how you get an adult in there to go get it like i just i yeah it's danger I mean, it had to have been, like, at least a couple times a week that someone had to do it. And, like, if the mm-hmm. vomit gets in, like, the creases of the, the plastic connectors, oh, like, it's man. it's over. That's yep. game over. Mercifully, yeah. $500,000 down the fucking drain. Within 72 hours of it being open to the public. <laughs> and and guess what? Some of those kids are not potty trained. So there's piss in there, too. But you know what? You're playing in there because it's the 90s yeah. and this you're This doesn't occur everything. to you. You're a child. You don't know. Like, oh, why is it wet over here? Someone must have spilled their Sprite. LOL. It smells stinky. Anyway, so inside, there was also, like, I remember this guy. I looked him up. I don't know how to explain him other than, like, a a McDonald's, like, apple tree slash french fry head guy. Yeah, I've seen a couple pictures of the guy, but I don't think we had him either. I think just, like, McDonald's just in, in Monticello just wasn't quite as next level as some of these fucking bigger cities damn our so i'm not from a big city i mean growing up my population of my hometown was twenty four thousand people that does that has never seemed like a lot because it's a like it's kind of a large area Mm -hmm. for that many people and but but our mcdonald's was off the highway and that's why i think it has so many attractions so i would say it's also partly because it's much larger than 4500 to 5000 people so. I guess, I guess that could also play into it. Yeah. But most importantly, if you were very, very, very lucky, mm-hmm. your Mickey D's got a fucking N64 germ station <sighs> like ours did. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah we, liked, we liked, we all like touching the same things a whole lot, didn't we? Just touch the fucking controllers and put your hands that was directly in the 90s thing. That was a, that was a like just over a year ago thing. <laughs> Pick, pick your nose, put it on the controller, lick the controller, pull your pants down and put your butt on the controller, then touch it again just and put, then touch just your eye. Just put a eye. single nut on there. Just. It's like, I, lust, I love testy. Buck Bumble. I love, I love Mario 64. Like, you could just sit, like, you could play Mario 64 while your parents sat at a table inside at the smoking section balancing their free? checkbooks. It was free. Like, that's so wild to think, like, they're like, hey, well, remember arcades? Fuck them. These are free. This was free insofar that you lost all dignity being there. It's a lot to be Ish. standing in the middle of a, yeah. Because, I mean, because we're, we're older at this point. This is, like, in the late 90s. Like, so, so like, as a teenager, <laughs> pretty much, like, a 12, like, 11 to, to, like, 14 or whatever. Like, that, yeah. that's a rough, that's a rough it's show a- up to be playing in 64 there. 
That is a very good observation. That is exactly right. That is a conscious effort. It, it takes a lot of guts to go out there mm-hmm. as an early, you know, young adult, preteen, to be like, well, I'm too old for the playscape, like a bunch of babies over there. But like, they got in sixty four. So. Get lit as fuck and shoot my shoot my buddy with a red shell. Yeah, be like, hey, uh, little kid, like, no, let me show you how it's done, and then you just headbutt them out of the way, and then in sixty four is open. So, that's the playscape. It's amazing. It's dirty. You don't need the vaccine for coronavirus if you went to a playscape in the nineties because you're totally immune to everything at this point. But one thing I have not yet mentioned that McDonald's did in the nineties. I need to talk about if your parents loved you or you have friends whose parents love them. Okay. (laughs) You would either get or get to go to a birthday party. Yeah. Well, yeah. There. Yeah. Because I'm not, but I'm not, I'm not talking about like how at pizza hut, you'd be like, Oh, I'm having a birthday party there. It's like, no, they used to throw you a birthday party. Like from what I can glean from the internet, they provided happy meals to each attendee, which is dope as fuck. And they would wheel out a cake and sing happy birthday to you. Like, what? (coughs) And according to the picture I saw online, they would literally plan everything for you. All you had to do was just tell them it was a birthday, give them money, and they'd be like, say no more, fam. We've got Timmy covered. He's still spinning from the last time you left him here in his high chair. He's now a year older. It's happy birthday, Timmy, at McDonald's, okay? And so there were hats and candles and balloons. And, like, can you even imagine a McDonald's employee giving, it, like, a single fuck about you in 2021? Yeah, like, like that. imagining <laughs> like, them being like, I'm going to need you to cater my fucking, my fucking child's birthday. <laughs> they'd be like, you can order 220 chicken piece nuggets and get the hell out of my face. You're like, yep, yeah. that's go about where we're fucking, at these go days. Go sit around the corner so we don't have to fucking see you. Yeah, get the hell out of my face. It's like, yep, no, this is exactly what I expected. expected. Goodbye. 90s McDonald's, I don't condone any of the marketing practices that they did, but boy, to live through it and be none the wiser was Mm -hmm. awesome because you reaped the benefits of the delicious cheeky nuggies and the barbecue sauce and the playscapes and all the toys and all the commercials. And Ronald McDonald and his weird pedo shit. Like, it was just, like, I, I loved it. I loved it. I ate it up literally, figuratively. Yeah, literally. Metaphorically. All I, of it. I, I'll tell you this. I, like, thinking about how much they invested in, like, making sure that the customers enjoyed being there and spending mm-hmm. time there. It is weird to think, like, because when you were even saying, like, when you had the thought about, like, the McFlurry thing, I was like, I was like, why do they want to keep you there? Because it's not, like you're going to spend more money like cuz you don't spend that much money when you're there so it really feels like they're doing a lot to keep you there like so you want to mm-hmm. go there sure which is good but it's not like you're like i'm going to buy a bunch of merchandise now like no you're you're here and you bought your happy meal and that was it like and so it's yeah. just it's it is weird like how much money and time they invested in each customer just to have them buy their $5 meal or whatever the fuck. So Yeah, it was never terribly expensive, and it still isn't to this day. I mean, if you mm-hmm. could rack up a pretty big bill at McDonald's, you had to work. Like, you still kind of have to work for it, yeah. you, you know. But I think it was just that they wanted it to be a place where Magical. families were. Yeah, like like they wanted to be 
Olive Garden and Chuck E. Cheese. They wanted, I mean, no, they they were long before Olive Garden they and Chuck E. Cheese. Take that, both Olive of you. Olive Garden and Chuck, and e. Chuck e. Cheese. Cheese. But they wanted to be a place where people went and like spent time with their families. Mm-hmm. That's why you had the birthday party. That's why you have the playscape. And like, it was just, it was the coolest. It's so many good memories of like the beeping and the, you know, the drive through talk and, you know, mm-hmm. numbers being called out, the little brown tray. And like, even we only had breakfast there a handful of times that I can remember, but like, it was always enjoyable, man. I don't know. Looking back, I don't know. I'm, I'm not like, I, I don't willingly go to McDonald's, period. Yeah. Unless I'm like traveling and it's the only option or something, but like, it's consistent. And it kind yeah. of has been forever. It feels like nowadays that's like the big, big, almost like people don't realize it consciously, but that feels like to me is the reason it's like, I at least know that the thing I order is not going to be, I mean, it might be a little bit colder or whatever, but it's going to taste exactly the same. Yeah. Basically as the one that I had like. Correct. A month yeah. ago. And like there were, there were a lot of things that they released product wise in the nineties that it didn't go over because McDonald's is a constantly changing beast uh-huh. in terms of like the the number of weird things that they bring. I think, I think I saw like there was like a lobster roll. Yeah, there was a Why couple. Would you do there's that? a couple dangerous things out there. Um, I'm not going to mention <laughs> the other one because you might mention it, but. No, I, I'm 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 kind of done with those. What did you see? On uh, the McDonald's pizza, which I've heard about a million times. That I have was heard about that. The shortest term thing of all time, and it's just. I think there's just a lot of things with McDonald's where it's like, isn't it wild that they did that? Like, because that's like a lot of the end of that sentence is, isn't it wild that we had birthday party? Like, isn't it wild that because it's just we've been with McDonald's for so long that yeah. we've forgotten what it used to be like because it's just changed so drastically. Like, even yeah. more than just the toys. Because, I mean, like, yeah, I'm looking at these fucking Halloween buckets and I'm like, yeah, I'd so fuck fucking those dope. Up. The fucking yeah, the dopest best. things ever. But, like, it was just there, like you said, is the the thing we don't necessarily remember is the fact that the indoor portion of it and that experience. Yeah. Like I said, when I was super super young, our McDonald's wasn't really a thing yet. Mm-hmm. So like, I think I've gone to a couple birthday parties, but they were in like Champagne or whatever, and we're at bigger ones. But yeah, like it's uh, it wasn't as big of a deal as Pizza Hut because we had Pizza Hut since I was you know alive basically. Right. Man, yeah, I didn't I don't know, I did not go over the food so much because I was like we might go over that one there's, day. There's a million. There's like literally McDonald's is just there's two like it's like for example like talking about the Happy Meal toys. Oh my god, you would be here for a month. I would be forever. Toys Toys for us. I'll, that's a quick shout out to my friend Rick's podcast, which it's an old podcast. I mean, cuz he hasn't he's not doing currently new episodes, but um they might come back soon. But Okay. They did I think two full episodes just on the happy meal toys and they were full ass episodes so like don't even worry like we couldn't oh, even so someone's touch got it, it covered yeah. awesome i'll let someone else do the hard work for that yeah. it was just so fun just to think about how much mcdonald's meant to me back then as a kid because i because we we didn't it's not that we didn't know better per se but it's just like we were marketed so hard mm-hmm. this this stuff and it seemed magical yeah. and in, in some ways it was like i wish we could go back to that I'm glad that we can't because we are a bit wiser now yeah. than we were then in terms of like our eating and like, you know, toy incentivizing for children to be like, yeah, you get a toy, but you're, you know, you got to eat through this other shit first. But I don't know, man. 90s McDonald's was where it was at. I remember we had a, um, our old Walmart or maybe it was even our Kmart. Maybe it was our Walmart had a McDonald's in it for a while in the back, I believe that had a, uh, 
had that Ronald McDonald out front. And mm-hmm. like, it was like inside. I want to say it was Kmart though. My memory's slipping. But anyway, wherever it was, it was inside there and it was the coolest shit. Rip. Just to go sit out there. Yeah, rip, man. Rip, rip Kmart, Kmart and <laughs> that Kmart store in Corsicana, Texas has been empty for like 20 years now. It's like Jesus. an enormous Kmart. It's so empty and so sad. It was not long lived in Corsicana. So sad. It's always so oh, weird sorry. when they're like, I'll say this is a, a weird like non segue. Go for it. Because there's not like a lot of buildings in Champaign in particular that like go empty and then stay empty for very long. Yeah. There's one that's just been like it reused over and over again. I feel like it might have finally found a home, but it was like this place called Dog and Suds that came about like in the like early 2000s, late 90s that was, it's like a root beer place, like an old burger joint. And so it was shaped very much like old timey fifties type. Like it's shaped like it's unreal design. Like the whole design of the actual building was so wild and it had like little drive, drive up like stands. So it was kind of like a, like a higher end, like Sonic basically type yes. of thing. Yeah. And that building has just been punted from build from like, cause it's just the weirdest businesses will take it over because you have to be a weird fucking business to want that <laughs> building. I don't know why this I thought of true. that. It's just because I was thinking of old abandoned buildings getting reused or whatever. And that's just, uh, yeah. I love, I love that whole concept so yeah. much, but that, I mean, that's 90s McDonald's. Do you have any other like long-term memories of this or no, I mean, like I said, I, the, the toy stuff is obviously a much bigger thing for me too. And I, like, McDonald's just, I, I went to a few birthday parties there and I remember like going into like at least one that had just a massive, like just a huge McDonald's with a fucking ball pit. Like, and, and cause I remember like there weren't a lot with ball pits. So it must've been early nineties when that was happening. Oh, um, ball cause pits, we, yeah. we had Hardee's weirdly in our town had a ball pit and it had a ball pit way after other ball pits were gone. Like I had, you couldn't find a fucking <laughs> ball pit for miles and they were like, we just don't want to take the time to get rid of this. So I think they just kept it for at least another five years just because they were too lazy to do anything about it. Cause it was in the back room and they're like, don't we don't really you. need that anyways. Cause nobody eats here. Um, <laughs> anyways. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, you want, to, want me to take us out? Please do. What an episode. So where to find us? Obviously, you're definitely going to be voting on this one this week. So uh, check us out at 90s Court on Facebook and Twitter at 90s.court on Instagram. You can vote on all three of those if you want, if you want to just really fucking stack your ballot. Um, 90s.court on Instagram. You're going to have to do the day of via the story. Um, Facebook the day of or whenever. And Twitter usually is a a day or two afterwards. I post that. in the meantime, if you want to join Patreon and get some bonus content like we just released and get shout outs and all that fun stuff, check us out on patreon.com slash 90s court. Our merch store exists. Look at that. Um, people day. might be buying things, but I don't check the 90s court email, so I have no idea if they bought anything. Um, Tpublic.com <laughs> slash user slash the 90s court. Um, and as always, if you'd be so kind, take the time, hop on iTunes. That's the thing. Or That's Podchaser and say, hey, I like this show. Here's five stars, and here's why I think it's great. It or don't do any tingles. of those things. You or can just, just listen just to the next life. episode. Who cares? Yeah, you know We what? don't give do a it. shit. As they, as they say, you do you. You do you, baby. You do you, you do baby. You. Yeah. And until then, just, you know, enjoy your enjoy your memories. Some people are probably, like, there's going to be at least one person that's not going to listen to this episode and is going to say... They're going to comment, why didn't you do Burger King? Which, um, again, we're not talking about the toys. 
Um, but there's going to be at least one person that really liked Burger King. That's going to that's going to explain to us that we were wrong to do this court case. And I, I liked Burger King. And I just I think it's fine. And that's all I have to say about Burger King is it's OK. It is passable. Yep. It is. It is not one of these. And they two, had though. some cool toys. But other than that. Suck it, Burger King. Suck it, Burger King. Uh, I mean, you tricked me, making me think that this whole time that was a McDonald's toy. And it was not. <laughs> I got trick. fucked up. Um, got fucked but anyways, up Lisa, any parting remarks before we depart? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I miss the 90s. Fuck. Stay so rad. Good. Stay rad. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>